Hello, hello. Hey, guys. And welcome back to Talk, Talk 20s to me. me. I'm your host, Natalie. And I am your host, star, singer, songwriter, fashionista, added some new things. Yes. And aspiring okay. actress. <laughs> Well, guys, today is a very, very special episode because we have one of our dear friends from high school. And without further ado, I'm just going to jump right into it. Hello, Chet. Hello, The world has changed drastically in the past 20 years. We live in a more accepting and inclusive world in 2023. On this podcast, we are choosing to use our platform to further amplify voices that often still get muffled. Today, we will be discussing the LGBTQIA plus community. So sit back and enjoy as we talk about inclusion. Woo! Love that. And disclaimer. We do not cha- aim to change people's mind or influence anyone's opinions. And our goal is to create a safe space to have an open and honest conversation. With that, let's get into the episode, guys. Let's get into it. Charity, how do you feel? I feel excited, nervous, all the things. Anything you want to say to the people? Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Girl, be so for real. <laughs> also, as requested, we are going to go around the room and express our pronouns. Um, my name is Charity. I go by she, her. My name is Star. I go by she, her. My name is Natalie, and I go by she, her. Period. Do you want to explain, or let's just talk about pronouns, what they mean for the community, um, and specifically to you, does it annoy you when people get your pronouns wrong? Um, not necessarily. Um, I've had a couple of encounters where people have gotten my pronouns wrong. Uh, it's kind of funny, to be honest. Um, Really? Yeah, they definitely freak out more than I do. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, do you find that people are more like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Or they're like... It's more like, it depends on the person. Mm. It depends on where I am. Um, it is what it is. People mess up. Um, it's kind of like calling a person you just meet something you don't i mean if you don't know you don't know and it's okay to ask you know so i don't really have any issues with that kind of stuff um but then again that's just my perspective on it so yeah i'm glad you said that because i feel like some people are so afraid to get it wrong that Mm -hmm. they don't even want to correct themselves sometimes so they'll be like oh i said that wrong yeah and then just like stop it's like okay but i also understand like it is okay to ask and i feel like it's better to ask than just assume. So, yeah. 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 That yeah. was a slow response, but okay. <laughs> it, it was a great response. So yeah. <laughs> no, I, genuinely, it is. I think it is better I to ask. That's what. time. <laughs> <laughs> I think that goes with anything, though. Like, if you don't know, just just ask yeah. and i feel like if somebody exactly. chops your head off about you asking yeah. then that's, that's not crazy. a you problem yeah. <laughs> yeah do you think pronouns are like super duper important because i know some people are like die hard like you have to get them right like we need to make sure these are correct everybody needs to tell me their pronouns it needs to be in their bio yada 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 not to make fun of anybody but how do you where do you stand personally on that well um the LGBT community is completely subjective. Some people go by or um, need to identify with a specific label, and pronouns are technically a label. Some people, you know, don't label themselves, and it's just subjective. Um, but uh, 
for me, it just depends on whoever I'm talking to. Mm. If they are very, 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 you know, um, insecure or very, very specific on their pronouns, and that's what they need. That's how they identify, and that's a big part of their um, expression. Mm, that's true. I definitely respect them uh, to the best of my ability, you know, so... It just depends. But some people are gender fluid and they don't care which pronouns you yeah, that's address true. them as. So it really just depends on the person. Sometimes we do have to look at it from an individual standpoint. Mm-hmm. A lot of people look at it as like a whole community has a, to come to one decision together. But it's like there's so many individual people that feel that have so many differing opi- opinions mm-hmm. and feel different ways on the topic. So I like your approach of just it depends on who I'm talking to. Like, right. Yeah. Definitely. Like like they say, you raise the, the kid that you have, not the one that you want or something mm-hmm. like that. Like you got you have to treat each person accordingly and not just throw them all in a group, yep. in a pan, and like fry it up. <laughs> so I understand that we live in a society that is a give or take, I guess, with this kind of thing. And... They can support you or they cannot. I know a lot of people that have a great support system Mm. and, you know, like a whole army behind them. Um, But I also know people that don't have that, unfortunately. And I just wanted to know what has your experience been with that charity and like how um, how has that impacted the way that you express yourself? It's that is a great question. Wow. Um, it's definitely fluctuated over the years. Uh-huh. Um, when I first came out, um, it was a mixed response, okay. um, which I understand it's a lot for a person to, you know, come to terms with that. But, um, recently I've been like, my family is super supportive, super everything. I love that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, I have a great experience, uh, so far. So yeah. I love that. Yes. yes. We love that. <laughs> Do you want to like oh, deep dive into that? Um, like who who around you do you think is like has been your biggest advocate? My grandmother. Really? Yes. When I came out to my grandmother, um, there were some homophobic people. Mm-hmm. Um, we were at getting my hair done, um, and I was like, what, thirteen, fourteen, babies? Yeah. Woo, thirteen. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I say that like I'm old. <laughs> no but um we were there and they were being super homophobic super anti-lgbt and everything and i just started crying to my grandmother and i was like you know grandma i'm i'm gay and everything and i just i don't know what to do i feel so uh broken right now and she got up and she was like she told them off and i (laughs) was What I, I was so taken aback because I didn't know how she would respond. Yeah, yeah. And was that, that when you came out to her? Yeah. Oh wow. She was the, one of the first people I came out to, and so that response it really meant a lot. So. Go grandma. Yes, we love her. Yes. And the, you said it was a barber shop. It was. It wasn't a barber shop. It was like a hair salon. Wow. Gotcha. And that can be an intense environment yeah. if you know, like 100%. that can be. But no, I think that you will. I think that's awesome because I think that you. Well, I know that like you'll remember that forever, uh-huh. um, and that kind of situation it just sticks with the person. Hundred percent. And yeah. I think that response was incredible. Literally, <laughs> they say that like our early years are 
the most shaping to who we are. Oh, yeah. But also when we go through major life events like coming out or mm-hmm. getting into college, those parts of us also shape who we are. 100%. And having that moment, I think is like a great tool to help you grow even more yeah. toward the future. Because some people don't have that, mm-hmm. you know, and it can really cause like a lot of trauma. 100%. Yes, I definitely agree with that. Well, I have a question for y'all. Yes. Um, now that we're talking about childhood, kind of. Misprepared um, guest. <laughs> she was ready. Ready. T-T-T-M-O, Okay. What was y'all's exposure to LGBT people growing up? If you had exposure, if you didn't. Oh, I had a lot of exposure. My mom has tons of friends in the LGBT community. Um, and I just, like, from a very young age, my mom was like, if they're nice to you, you you're nice to them. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter yeah. what they look like. It doesn't matter, you know, anything like that. It's just like, if they're nice to you, mm-hmm. then you're nice to them. Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't matter, you know? Um, so, yeah, I did have a lot of exposure. And actually, my mom's best friend. Like, he's like a uncle to me. He's like a brother to her. He's actually, Is that Bubby? He's Bubby. Ah! <laughs> yes. Um, we're actually going to see him in a couple weeks. But, yeah, he is, he's gay. So, um, yeah, I just had a lot of exposure. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, I don't know. I'm just, like, very much like my mom when it comes to that. Because mm-hmm. I'm just very inclusive. At least yeah. I think so. Mm-hmm. And... Um, yeah, it just doesn't matter who you are. It just, you're human, Yeah, you know? And it's just like, when I become a teacher, the first thing I want my students to know, like, you have to be a human just to walk in my classroom. Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter if you're white, you're black, gay, straight, like, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. You just have to be a human to walk in my classroom. And I want them to feel safe. Mm-hmm. And I think growing up with that mindset and you know, with that exposure, it's just, yeah, it's just become more comfortable for me, at least. Like, I just don't get uncomfortable because I know a lot of people that, like, are very standoffish when they mm-hmm. talk to people. Um, but not me. Hi. Period. Um, <laughs> she said inclusive queen. Yeah. Right. Ally. <laughs> I can hear the kids now. We love you, Miss Coburn. <laughs> no i think i don't think i was like super exposed to it like i remember like a few key memories as a kid um like actually knowing or seeing people that were a part of the community um but other than that mainly on tv or like just exposing myself to it as i'm older or just like being in college you know what i mean um i do remember one of my first memories this was when we were living in california before we moved to georgia and we were in a shoe store i was in a shoe store with my mom and my sister there were these two guys that walked in um and they uh, I don't know if I don't remember if they had on heels when they walked in or they came in and they tried on heels. I know for sure. And I was just looking like I was just looking because I was just like, what? Mm-hmm. And my mom, um, I, I, 
ask my mom something like what are they doing or like something and she was like honey they're minding their business you're minding yours let them do what they want to do and I was like period okay and (laughs) it's so funny now because my mom jones on me because she's just like you just love everybody I was like this is your fault you kicked this off (laughs) (laughs) you told me that it was okay to be be who you are for And I made sure everybody else who comes in contact with me knows that too. (laughs) (laughs) No, but Charity, like, I know you came out pretty early. Yeah. Right. What was your experience before then, like seeing people or knowing people in the community? Well, I had no exposure before like middle school. I mean, I literally had nothing. I had no exposure to that. Um, to the LGBT community. Well, do you remember the first time that you did? It was right. I do. It was summer camp. 2014. <laughs> we love summer camp. Yeah, it was in summer camp. Um, one of the my friends came out to us as bi. By the way, this was like a like Christian summer camp. And then right after this person came out, I came out. Um, so, yeah. So then I kind of researched what uh, bisexuality was and... Um, then I uh, later came out um, as bisexual. Then I came out as bi because I knew I was attracted to women. Mm-hmm. I just thought that that was the safest label to identify as because it's kind of, I know I wasn't straight, but I thought, mm-hmm. you know, being labeled as a lesbian would be like too much. Too much. Yeah. yeah. So it took me a couple of years to really, you know, feel comfortable in any label. Mm-hmm. Um, so then I, that I didn't fight as a lesbian, so. No, so I'm glad you finally got around to living in your truth mm-hmm. and, you know. Being who you are. For your yeah. pride. It's different for every person, definitely, yeah. so. It all goes back, I think, to your support system because, like, you know, you don't feel safe, then you can't really feel good in my skin. I just keep on dancing. If you don't feel good in your skin and you can't, you know, express that, freely then it makes a big difference i think oh yeah yeah 100 percent. 1000 percent. on that same subject wavelength on the same wavelength if you will Mm -hmm. because i've been corrected (laughs) on that same wavelength what inspires you to continue to be yourself and exploring your identity in the community i love that question um definitely my partner Oh, that's um, nice. She keeps me sane in some aspects. Um, but she also loves me unconditionally. Can you just expand on that a little bit more? Like, what is it that you guys do together that, you know, that that she, in the way, what is it that you guys do together mm-hmm. for you to be inspired by her? Or, like, is it just the fact that you have a partner? Um definitely the fact that i have a partner also um which literally kind of um we learn and grow together so i mean we do things that she's never done before that i've done before and i do things that um she's done before and i've never done before and it like for example we went horseback riding a a month or two ago and i've never done that before hashtag jelly we just always learn and grow and um try to do new things with each other 
that's really sweet and i think that's important in like any relationship honestly mm-hmm. but i think it's even more important when you're in a same-sex relationship mm-hmm. because that's you have someone literally to relate to yeah like it's i think it's also similar to interracial relationship well i'm in one well yeah you are <laughs> interracial, interracial relationships but i mean like um non-interracial relationships yeah. like no, nothing against interracial relationships obviously but um you have someone automatically mm-hmm. to relate to you know what i mean like even if you have no one else you know that this person that you're in a relationship with yeah. is experience is experiencing or has experienced the same thing as you as you and i think that's beautiful yeah i definitely agree it's definitely similar yeah. both of you guys how accurate do you think coming out or LGBTQ plus movies are? And what would you change about that? Mm, you can totally answer that. I have a lot because of opinions on that. I was you have it's girl. Just, it's a it's so drawn out. I think the process of like coming out, like, for example, Glee. It's sub, a subjective experience, so everyone's experience isn't like everyone else's. So the like stereotype, for example, the person who's always out and is proud, you know, mm. like someone else who is closeted and this and that. Right. And that's true. I've even experienced that myself, but I think the way you go about that, like for example, Glee, um ill. Like it's just I don't know. It just something about it's like it's overplayed. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like for example like you know like BET for example okay. like how it's like the struggle and that's the yeah only the thing black that they struggle use yeah as the point main plot point but there's more to blackness than the struggle like yeah we are creative we have a lot of things and it's the same thing with LGBTQ you know plus movies and everything and shows so I just it's just so over and I think I think the same way the you know black movies have come around I think. Uh, LGBTQ movies are coming around mm-hmm. too. I think at some point in time, it was very important for those because it was kind of like, okay, we need to see quote unquote the realness yeah. or like what it could be like or like the horrible outcomes or like even the great outcomes. Mm-hmm. But then, like you said, when you get into the same storyline over and over and over again, it's like yeah. you're much more than that. Definitely, you know? Yeah, I definitely agree. So. Your second question, what what would you change about them? Um, like, if you were to create a movie. I will say one show um, that gets it right, that I think does it really well, is The Fosters. Oh. The Fosters. The, the parents. Yeah. They portray oh. it really well. They add the subplots of, you know, discrimination and mm-hmm. everything while being a same-sex couple. But it focuses on their careers and everything outside of just their sexuality. That's a good point. So I, I just wish more, you know, TV shows and movies would do something similar. No, but I'm glad you said that because I feel like things like that need to be more realistic because mm-hmm. people need to see exactly, you know, what all goes into mm-hmm. that life changing situation. Yeah, definitely. So. I think that is what social media is doing for us today Mm -hmm. is what movies and TV shows haven't. Like when we were growing up, that was like, oh, my God, the ultimate level of representation. Like, Mm -hmm. whoa, it can't get much better. Well, 
yeah, it can get much better, but it's like, wow, we've never seen this before. Yeah. And then we got social media and everything that TV and movies are lacking. That's what people are showing on social media. Like there's this couple um, that don't Joan. There's this couple that I see on YouTube shorts. You know how I feel about you and YouTube shorts, star. It is good horrendous even and um it's this ex-tasty producer do you guys know what tasty is like the cooking Uh yeah she's an ex-tasty producer and she has a youtube channel now with her persian girlfriend and it's really all about her just like trying to make persian dishes for her persian girlfriend and it's just like really cute because it's just like very simple and like homely Mm -hmm. you know it's not very much like this is my girlfriend this is my girlfriend this is my girlfriend it's just like we're just a couple that loves making food, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And so I think in that way, um, like what you were saying, we have the opportunity now yeah. to expand that representation mm-hmm. and that repertoire and all of that. Definitely. And I feel like growing up, especially if you came out as LGBT younger or if you're just newly out, you know, you do get that excitement when you're able to say, that's my girlfriend or that's my boyfriend, mm. that's my partner because previously you weren't able to be as open that makes as sense. you are now so it is a sense of excitement for a lot of people so i i i i'm happy that you know they're able to just be outside of that and do things together or yeah to surprise each other so that's great it reminds me of people in heterosexual relationships when uh women get into a relationship and they're like my man my man my man you know yeah. like this yeah. is my man gonna post him on ig like Exactly. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. No, I think that's awesome. Like, I think that I keep saying that, but like, it, it truly is. Like, when you have that ability to like be who you are, and you have that, you know, confidence in yourself to say, "Oh, yeah, that's who I'm with," and it just doesn't really have to be that's closet, good, you know. Mm-hmm. And you actually get to celebrate who you really are. Definitely. So what is the most reassuring thing someone has told you that made you feel safe? That is so good. Anything my grandmother says. Anything. She's just such an understanding and loving person. She's always been that way since I was little. I love that. now. I need to meet her. 100%. She's like, clean the bathroom. You're like, oh my God. Of course. She's like, I love you, Grandma. (laughs) What? Such a reassuring statement. Yes. But I think. (laughs) (laughs) I was just going to fill the silence. You actually have something to say. Uh, Oh. Um, But I think, like, in general, if you have that support system and you have. I keep saying that, but like it's very, it, it's true. Like if you have that support system and you know you feel supported, then you're gonna do anything that you put your mind to. For sure. Yeah. I'm. I don't know. I'm sure you feel the same, but 100%. I think a, a good support system is just like mm-hmm. the right. the foundation for just being secure. Foundation. I love that. Seriously. Okay, we're going into vocabulary. Yeah. Terms. And if you don't have support support hotlines will be linked in the description that was good yeah. do you want to be like our, a third host like what literally <laughs> next week oh you free possibly do you have like 
some specific thing that you remember your grandma saying to you that's that just really stuck with you and made you feel safe or maybe something she said growing up definitely when she you know stood up for me that day um oh yeah will always be what she said specifically was you know what did she say she was like she was like oh but <laughs> she said i love you and i was like oh thanks I don't know a phrase. Love, I'm sorry. That's, that's okay. That's okay. That's okay. I just remember. You don't actually. have to like make up an answer, but it was just like. <laughs> she's like, yeah, she said, um, um. She just said, stop talking like this. Like it was like, <laughs> it was, it was so sweet. But it, that was like seven years ago, eight years ago. That was a long time ago, so. So without further ado, we are going to jump right into our songs that we do every episode. Honestly, this is my favorite part. I don't know about y'all. A um, TTTM tradition. Yes. So we're not only going to do songs, but we are going to do TV shows and movies that are LGBTQ plus friendly. Yes. Yeah. So charity. <laughs> I have a couple. I have two. Give it to us. Songs? Yes. Wait, wait. Let's go down the list. We need to end with songs. What's your movie first? Movie. Um, the Perfection. It's a psychological thriller. Um, it's really, really good. It was made in, I think, 2019. And it's on Netflix. It's a psychological thriller, and it's really good. It's about, um, I think they play the cello. It's very, 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 very artistic. It's a lot. Um <laughs> it's um it's it's a really good movie. Okay. Okay, period cello. Moving yeah. on to the next movie. Oh. What would you like to go? Mine. Yeah. Oh my god. There was this movie that I used to watch when I was little. Okay. Called Debs. D E B S D dot E dot B dot S dot. Right? I don't know what it stands for, but it's like the gay version of Charlie Angels, kind of. <laughs> okay. Okay. And so it's about these girls. They're, like, training to be spies or whatnot. Mm, right. And um, they're told, like, this girl, she's the enemy. You need to go after her. Meanwhile, one of the other girls is like, she's kind of cute. And so by the end of the movie, one of the girls from the, like, the good, quote-unquote, good guy side ends up getting with the bad, quote-unquote, bad guy. And it was just, like, a very cute, childish movie. Hmm. But that was, like, one of my first times seeing, like, oh, wow, like, girls can date each other? You know? Love that. So, Natalie, what's your movie? Um, Mine would be My Policeman. Period. Um, it is such a great film. Um... Of course, one of my favorite people of all time is in it, Harry Styles. Um, but yeah, it is a great film. If you ever um, have a chance to see it or watch it, it's you great. Definitely should. It's on Amazon Prime Video. Okay, we're going down the list. TV show, um, TV show, uh, The Politician. That's so good. It's a good. It's a. It's a lot. But have you really seen good. it, Nat? No. It's, you need to watch that. She needs to watch My Policeman. You need to watch The Politician. It's very good. Okay. What's Neither his name from Pitch it. Perfect, isn't it? Ben, ben. Ben Platt. Yeah. Oh, I love him. Yeah. He said, he said, I turn the slam on the brakes before I even turn the key. <laughs> the curse of singing. 
is crazy. Is so Durban Hanson. Like girl, girl, girl. <laughs> you. Okay, so for me, I think um, a TV show would be Queer Eye. Okay. So good. Isn't it so good? It is. Have you seen it, Charity? I've seen an episode. The whole concept of like, it's literally just them disrupting America, and I love it. They're in the best way possible exactly there are five people a part of the lgbtq plus community Mm -hmm. going into southern cities and being like hey we're here to fix your life i love that i love it because it throws especially like when they have the episodes with like the southern men it's Mm -hmm. just like they're like whoa whoa dog like i don't do that and they're like you should (laughs) and i it's like so great i love that i love that that was a lot of words. Also, and RuPaul's Drag Race. Oh. What about you? Mine is um, special. I don't, you guys haven't seen it, right? No. It's about this guy. He's gay. He also has cerebral, cerebral palsy. Um, so it's him figuring out his sexuality while also having a disability. Okay. There we go. Yeah. It's good. Watch it. Um, okay, so without further ado, we're going to jump right into the sun. Yeah. Took us a long road to get here, but we're here. Yes. <laughs> um, so, Charity, since you're our first guest ever on Talk 20s to me, you can do the honors. I love that for me. So, I have two songs. Okay. The Give first it to song. Me. So, my first song is Hours and Hours by Moody Long. to you for hours i want to give you your flowers and some champagne showers all the shrimp and lobster towels but it's me that gets devoured when you do what you do i'm empowered you give me a superpower together the world could be ours you sit me up on the counter instantly it's thunder showers storming for a couple hours and what anyways that's good like that's a good song what's your second song okay so my second song is called girls by girl in red okay period um that's not really my like music genre like reference but i really do like that song okay here's a snippet That's nice. That's very nice. Natalie, what are your songs? So my song is kind of iconic, um, in my opinion. And it's Born This Way by Lady Gaga. So hold your head up, girl, and you'll go 
Okay, awesome. <laughs> okay, what about you? I also star? I also surprisingly only have one song for this episode. I'm coming out by Diana Ross. Bum, bum, bum. I want the world to know. Harmony. Got to let it show. Harmonize. What are we doing? Oh. It's got me stuck between a fantasy and what is real. I want it when I want it. I want it when I don't. Tell myself I'll stop every day knowing that I won't. I got a problem and I don't know what to do about it. Even if I did, I don't know if I would quit, but I doubt it out. Taken by the thought of it. And I know this much is true. true. Baby, you have become my addiction. Are you keeping that in? I am. I am. So as we're coming to a close, before Natalie closes us out, yes. Charity, what are some ways that people can get involved activism-wise to support the LGBTQIA plus community? Well, the first thing that comes into mind is um, a lot of people are going through uh, surgical procedures and donating to their GoFundMes, cash apps, yes. and helping them you know, be who they are for their pride. Period. Um, Respect. Definitely, if you see a friend or a family member, definitely reach out and support them as best you can. That's great. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's great. Thank you. Links for those will be in the description box yes. along with resources and everything that you might want to donate to or reach out to or anything like that. Remember, we are here for you. And yes, any, DM, DM us. Yes, please do. We support you. Um, please feel free to be who it is that you have always wanted to be. And we just love you. Be who you are for your pride. And don't let anybody, anybody tell you that what you're doing is wrong. And if you feel like you can't come out or need help, there will also be a link in the description to a phone number. Yes, there will be. Absolutely. Absolutely. Also, make sure to check out our playlists in the description box, as well as if you're listening on Spotify, make sure to check out our polls because we do do polls to ask what we should talk about next. We love taking suggestions, guys. Yes. All right. Well, that concludes episode eight of Talk Talk 20s to me. me. I am your host, Natalie. And I am your host, Star. And I'm the guest star, Charity. thank you guys for listening be bold be you be beautiful and stay sexy my friends because safety is sexy because safety is sexy i just wanted to add something (laughs)